Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Two of our broadcast as we take a little uh, trip into our text line. Let's start here. <laughs> Vince, work on a wall is immigration disinformation. <laughs> Another person saying work on the wall is two million migrants late. Next, we're going to hear Democrats compare Martha's Vineyard to a concentration camp. <laughs> to the texter who's been texting me all morning, to answer your question about if I have a job, yes, I'm an environmental engineer. I know you're used to service workers as listeners, but that's not me. Wow, what an attitude. Seriously, did somebody take a leak in your cornflakes? I mean, I'm just curious. I'm what you call an elitist, as I have a college degree and have a six-figure income. I also recognize this is all entertainment. And you do entertain us over here. Well, thank you for providing <laughs> confirmation that I'm entertaining. <laughs> Vince, I give God all the praise when you said pray for your friend Travis. I sent a prayer. Some people will wait to pray. The best thing is to stop and say a prayer. Prayer sent, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, that's really a good thing. I think we fail in two areas as people when we say, okay, I'll pray for you, and we never get around to it. That's really a good point. Stop right then. The other area where we fail, probably a phrase, and I've got a friend, we joke about this all the time. Get in touch sometime. Let's hang out sometime. And it never happens. Why doesn't it happen? Because what you ought to do at the moment is make an appointment. Don't say let's get together. Let's put it on the calendar right now. That's what you do if you want to make it happen. Otherwise, you're going to wait until you run and teach you. Oh, my goodness. We were supposed to get together. Never happened. Put it on the calendar. Just a little friendly reminder. In reference to the traffic issue you referenced, making us sit in traffic is all part of the plan to force us all into public transportation. On an I-77 going north from Charlotte to Mooresville during most commute times, 95% of the traffic is forced into 50% of the lanes with tolls, basically saying you'll sit in traffic or pay the people we choose more money. The government is no longer interested in serving the needs of the average citizen, but concentrating more money and power into the hands of themselves and the people who support them. Eee. Pretty uh, stinging 
indictment on the people who are supposed to be serving us. So, some additional elements of this story about Martha's Vineyard. Boy, has this gotten a lot of attention lately. Breitbart has this story. Spanish TV reporter says Martha's Vineyard residents privately admitted they don't want migrants. Is this a surprise to anybody? It's not to me. A Spanish TV reporter for Telemundo said Martha's Vineyard residents privately admitted to not wanting migrants on the island. Speaking outside St. Andrew's Church where the 50 migrants that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis shipped up to the elite liberal vacation spot. Christina Landono Rooney of Telemundo said residents refused to be interviewed on camera about their displeasure with the situation for fear of appearing inhumane. See, this <laughs> this cracks me up. So we may be we may be inhumane. We just don't want you to know we're inhumane. <laughs> okay, I get it. A furious man passed by just a short time ago. He said his children had to leave the island because there are no jobs or housing. And now they bring these migrants over? Deceiving them with those promises? There are also others who blame the Biden administration, saying it's their fault. They don't want the migrants here, but they don't want to speak on camera, either because they don't want to be depicted as inhumane. Now, we played for you a clip last week from Lisa Belcastro lamenting to reporters the island just does not have the facilities to house the migrants, despite the fact some of America's wealthiest elites own multi-million dollar vacation homes that are empty most of the year. And I think I share with you part of a story that Breitbart did about all of the beds that are available on the island, especially during off-season. At some point in time, they have to move from here to somewhere else, she told reporters. We don't have the services to take care of 50 migrants. We certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis, as we are on this island. So we, don't, we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people. <laughs> the sentiments about not having enough room and how the migrants need to be sent elsewhere appear to conflict with an official sign displayed in Martha's Vineyard saying the island residents stand in solidarity with immigrants and refugees. Ha! Remember what I've told you folks repeatedly about virtue signaling? This is what liberals do. They virtue signal. Yes, we do want migrants in this country but not next door to me we do want migrants in this country but i ain't giving you one of my dollars to take care of these folks see as long as they're over there that's fine (laughs) this is classic folks island officials have called the influx of these 50 migrants a humanitarian crisis In a tweet on Wednesday, Senator Ted Cruz put the so-called crisis into perspective when he explained how 15,000 migrants flooded into Del Rio, Texas in a single day. Folks on Martha's Vineyard are describing the burdens from 50 illegal immigrants. To put that in perspective, the small town of Del Rio, Texas 
has about 30,000 residents. I was there when 15,000 Haitian illegal immigrants were crossing into Del Rio in a single day. 15,000 is more than 50. That's half their population, ladies and gentlemen. This is amazing, isn't it? And for his part, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is promising more flights packed with illegal aliens. They will be sent to Martha's Vineyard and other liberal enclaves. He will send more flights to the homes of the Democrat Party's wealthiest communities. Now we see in New York and D.C., they used to beat their chests when Trump was in office, saying they are sanctuary jurisdictions. Then the minute Texas starts busing there, they get very bent out of shape about it. These are just the beginning efforts. We got an infrastructure in place now. There's going to be a lot more that's happening. <laughs> By the way, you know what the voting pattern was for Martha's Vineyard? How many people on that island voted for Joe Biden? Try on 84%. 84%. By the way, it's home to former President Barack Obama's vacation estate. 29 acres, 7 bedrooms, and a Breitbart News analysis finds that up to 6 million border crossers and illegal aliens could be housed on the island. They got the space, folks. The question is, is there the willingness to host them? Much more as we continue the broadcast, including... A former president back in the news. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. <laughs> person referencing that sign about welcoming immigrants, minorities, whatever. That sign now says sign for rent. <laughs> 50 millionaires just got to Martha's Vineyard, welcomed with open arms and gift baskets. Well, of course. Vince Airbnb shows 242 houses available for rent, starting around $250 a night. Wow. Oh, no. Elite liberal Democrats don't want migrants. Say it isn't so. If I moved my black ass to Martha's Vineyard, probably wouldn't want me either. Well, if you got money, (laughs) green overcomes any color or any political, well, I wouldn't say political. That's different. (laughs) What else do we have here? This person says, go DeSantis. Vince, the elitist residents of Martha's Vineyard do not like having their hypocrisy and racism on display. The media and entertainment elites will rally to their defense, but too late. The false virtue has been uncovered. (laughs) Vince of the Martha's Vineyard elitists replaced their We Stand with Migrant signs with this area is under video surveillance signs yet. (laughs) Next up, the Hamptons. Oh, yeah, that'll be a winner. Vince, they, in fact, let one immigrant stay at Martha's. He's from Kenya. (laughs) You guys. Vince, I know you're about to mention Bill Clinton blatantly lying like a stone-cold killer. Democrats are idiots. Vince, I have news for that Spanish reporter. Most Americans don't want illegals flooding schools, neighborhoods, hospitals, and services. Biden. Biden, and he is, what is this? Cohorts. Favor the needs of illegals over legal citizens. It disgusts me that funds that could go towards the needs of American children go to satisfy law-breaking border crossers. But hey, that's my tax dollars at work to ensure that Dems stay in power. Rest in peace, USA. All of the self-righteous people on the vineyard seem to forget that those people don't have a home. God forbid they put an effort into helping these people. I really think the border states have more than done their part. Yes, you are right. They really have. So let's talk about an interview with a former president. Fareed Zakaria. GPS was the program. He had a conversation with former President Bill Clinton. 
And it's kind of interesting here. <laughs> you know, Democrats are really good at putting the spotlight on Republicans and trying to project their own behavior onto Republicans. Case in point. I want you to hear a couple of clips here from Bill Clinton. We have a couple of um, items that he addressed here. One of them, he's talking about how polarized we have become. And how, in both of these clips, he's talking about how challenging it is to reach those swing voters. In the first one, he talks about what has to be done and how Republicans sometimes successfully win swing voters. Listen up. When you look at the midterms, do you think because of abortion and because of the, the passage of a, a, a few very important bills, could Biden break the historical pattern of the you know midterms going badly? Absolutely. But we could hold both these houses. Uh, but we have to say the right things. And we have to note the Republicans always close well. Why? Because they find some new way to scare the living daylights out of swing voters about something. That's what they did in 2021, where they made critical race theory sound worse than smallpox. And it wasn't being taught in any public schools in America. But they didn't care. They just scare people. And at the end, the break point in American politics is much not much different than it was in the 90s. That is, you still have to get those people. It's just that there's so many fewer. Because as the parties have gone more ideological and clear and somehow psychically intolerant, they pull fewer, the more and more of people toward the extremes. But there's still some people hanging on there who are really trying to think and trying to understand what's going on. So I think that's very important. Some people out there trying to think. <laughs> so I was just listening to this and thinking, here we go. Bill Clinton's still lying after all these years. I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. And I did not lie. I never lie. I tell the truth all the time. And if you think otherwise, you're a liar. <laughs> New ways to scare the living daylights out of people. This is the party that did it with the Klan. That's the irony of this. And they still do this, especially on the race issue. They're going to have you in chains. Remember that? The old buffoon in the White House now made that claim. CRT not taught in any public schools. That's the biggest freaking lie. And you notice he wasn't challenged on this at all by Fareed Zakaria. Not at all. But they don't care. They don't care. Just lie. They just scare people. <laughs> really? But there's more. Here he talks about the strategy. Um, and you want to talk about strategies here. Well, what's the strategy for Bill Clinton? Interestingly enough. Well, it's lying. <laughs> Here's what he says about the strategy of reaching those swing voters. The way Tony Blair puts it is he says that, I think I'm paraphrasing correctly, that 
you and he understood that you had to appeal to peoples on cultural issues to reassure them that you weren't a, a, a crazy-eyed radical. And then they would be open to listening to your yeah. economic policies, which were going to help them. But if they thought you were somehow alien, they were just not going to be listened That's right. For example, and it applies to other things. I mean, when I, when we succeeded in breaking the filibuster and getting the assault weapons ban passed, I said, look, I grew up in a hunting culture. You know, I had a, a 22 when I was 10 years old, a 410 shotgun, a tiny one when I was 14. I don't want to do anything to interfere with your right to hunt, sports shoot, or protect yourself, especially if you live in a rural area where the police response time might be pretty extended. But if, if I keep that commitment, wouldn't you like to help a lot of these kids that are being shot down in bribe-by shootings live? Wouldn't you like to do that? We need your help here. And that's what I did. I didn't call them killers. I didn't, you know, talk about the NRA. I talked about people. There aren't so many of them, but you just need a few to flip from one side to the other, and you've got a healthy governing majority. It is hard, and it's much harder now than when I did it, and it was hard then. <laughs> Former President Bill Clinton, stay with us, ladies and After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. goodness i knew we would open up uh, pandora's box here <laughs> bubba's lion shocker somebody else really appreciated appreciated my invitation my imitation well thank you i've been working at that for a while <laughs> how the heck is bill clinton allowed to express his opinion after such a lie he told his president and abusing the American people's trust. Slick Willie needs to jog down to McDonald's for an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> Literally nothing he said was true. I mean, he communicated some truths within the lies he was telling. He's right about strategizing. He's right about manipulating people, which is what he did. 
Vince, like his psychopath wife, this lying sack of crap needs to go away. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What else do we have here? Any? Do you think anyone told Clinton the only reason he got elected? Because Ross Perot split the Republican vote? <laughs> Vince, that was Bill Clinton. He sounded like somebody who's been trying to hold excrement all day and trying not to cough after smoking multiple blunts. <laughs> His voice sounded awful. Jeff, you are so cruel. You should be ashamed of yourself. And then we have some fun with the migrants near... Kamala Harris's home, which is actually your home, it belongs to you and I, but this is a situation where illegal immigrants were pretty much near Vice President Kamala Harris's front door. Remember, she's supposed to be in charge of the border, right? And she assured us last week, everything's under control. Don't worry. Remember that conversation with Chuck Todd? Here is what she had to say. What was this, just last week or the week before? Listen up. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. What in the world is that? Answer the freaking question! This is amazing, isn't it? Then they lie to you like this. Oh, we got a secure border. Well, the people who were at her residence have a very different opinion on this. This is a clip from Fox News Channel. And I believe this is Griff Jenkins, who's interviewing illegal aliens. These are people who are telling you they're illegal. This is what I, let me just tell you something. I just thought of this, but I have much more respect for these illegal immigrants who are going to tell you they're illegal, who are going to tell you they crossed the border illegally, who are going to tell you they don't belong in this country. They're honest, as opposed to the lying bastard, idiot politicians who continue, who continue to lie to you. And refused to do the jobs that they were sworn to carry out. Listen to this conversation with an illegal immigrant about the issue of border security. Is the border open? Is it closed? Listen. And Vice President Harris uh, said that the border is closed. Closed? Do you believe that the border is closed or is it open? It's open, not closed. The border is open. The border is open. Do you believe that all the migrants believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter, we come in, yeah. free, no problem. And then, but it's open for you to come illegally, right? Illegally, yes, illegally, that's true. And you came illegally? Yeah, we came illegally, not legal. See, I respect the heck out of this guy. He's telling you, we came over illegally. We walked in. This is crazy. 
I love what Tulsi Gabbard said. <laughs> I hope she has good security. Tulsi Gabbard responding to Kamala Harris's statement about a secure border. Kamala Harris' statement that we have a secure border is further evidence that she's either completely disconnected from reality or she's blatantly lying. Either way, she has no business being a heartbeat away from the presidency. <laughs> yeah. By the way, for his part, looking to 2024, is Biden going to run again? Conversation with Scott Pelley from 60 Minutes last Thursday. Do we have that audio here, um, Chris? Here's Biden speaking on 2024. You say that it's much too early to make that decision. I take it the decision has not been made in your own head. Look, my intention, as I said to begin with, is that I would run again. But it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision that I run again? That remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. So I, I'm kind of surprised, to be honest with you. Does that surprise you? I'm a little bit surprised that there's a little bit of hesitation communicated here. And there is a person who's waiting in the wings to run. He is dying to run for president. Really is. We don't have time to talk about him today, but we'll get into him tomorrow. And some of the rumblings he's already making to let everyone know he's out there. <laughs> Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Monday. Interesting responses here on the text line. Can we have a two-for-one sale? We take two truthful illegal aliens for each lying politician deported. Boy, we could have fun with a list, can't we? Put that list together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Vince, Florida, and Texas are taker states, unlike New York. The Fed should shift some money from Florida and Texas to New York to help care for the immigrants. Really? At some point, you'd have to think that as the evidence that is obviously seen by all confirms they're lying, the people in the mainstream media would be able to look at us with a straight face and realize that we know they're lying. Vince, I don't blame the illegals. This is the fault of their native countries and the Biden administration. Do you believe somebody legally will say that will say that knowing they could be sent back by admitting? How gullible are you, Vince? I'm not gullible at all. What would they have to do by admitting? I think it's pretty obvious how they got across the border. Nobody's questioning that. So you think this person is just pretending come on they have nothing to lose nothing to lose at all time for us to take a look at the day in history christopher how are you today sir doing well vince hope you are well thanks very much uh not bad at all as we start off another week eight questions for you some uh, quite challenging this is one of the easier ones at least i think 1876 melville is the first name 
This person patented the carpet sweeper, and a carpet cleaning empire was born. Hoover? What is... Oh, no. Guess another one. Uh, I don't know. How about Bissell? Melville Bissell. I could have stood here all day and not you said did? Oh, Bissell. you're not from... Okay. Patented the carpet sweeper. Here's a difficult one. I'm very honest about this one. This particular country's military overthrew the Juan Perón administration. 1955 was the year. Uh, Nicaragua. Actually, it's Argentina. Argentina. Easier question. 1957. The first underground test of this in Nevada took place 1957. What was it they tested? Uh, the nuclear bomb. It was a nuclear bomb, the very first one. 1959, Disneyland barred this Soviet leader. You mentioned his name last week. They didn't want him there. It was Khrushchev, but... It was Khrushchev. Did, did yep. Khrushchev want to go to Disney World? Apparently, apparently wanted to go to Disneyland for some reason. Uh, but they uh, barred him. Was the world's not, not small enough, I guess. <laughs> exactly. It ain't that small. 1982. Uh, these are very common now for people to send in texts. They send them instead of words. They are generally pictures. They're designs. They're whatever else. But in 1982, we have the first documented use of these posted online by Scott Fallman at Carnegie Mellon. What was it that he used for the very first time? Emojis, I suppose. You're right. Emojis or emoticons. Very first use in 1982. Pretty amazing. 1985, this senator's wife lobbied Congress for the PMRC, Parents Music Resource Center. Tipper Gore. Let's talk about yeah. something else. Yeah. <laughs> Move on to the next question, please. I take it you're not a fan. 1995, this person's manifesto published by the New York Times. Who was it? Oh, dear. Um, I don't know. The Unabomber? You're right. It's the Unabomber. 1995. And as usual, we like to have a little fun here and there. How about this song that hit number one on this day in 1960? That's a twist, isn't it? There we go. You're absolutely right. It's the twist by Chubby Checker. Went to number one in this day, 1960. Man, how music has changed. How much it has changed. You know what would be kind of cool if this happened every time politicians talked about something? Because they tend to talk forever and get nothing done. How about Liechtenstein? What do you think they were discussing the other day? Well, this story is really cool. Lawmakers in this tiny alpine principality were debating the pros and cons of quake insurance. One lawmaker had just warned the chances of all Liechtenstein citizens being affected by an earthquake striking the country was high. Well, the first small trembler hit shortly before 2 o'clock. <laughs> this politician laughed and continued until the second quake struck, visibly shaking the room. Boy, is this sobering. 
Speaker Albert Frick said, this is getting a bit munch. You never know. There'll be aftershocks. At that point, he announced a 15-minute recess. By the way, records by the German Research Center for Geosciences showed a magnitude 4 earthquake hitting Liechtenstein, which is sandwiched between Switzerland and Austria. So it's a very timely appearance there. Now, police, important to point out, point out no injuries, no damage. They gave a magnitude of 3.9 for the quake. Liechtenstein has a population of just under 39,000, a surface area of 62 miles, 62 square miles. That's a little bit smaller than Washington, D.C., just to give you some perspective. So we're going to shake our way out of here and uh, not do the twist. I have more respect for the people around me. Thanks a lot for joining us, and God bless you. Have a good one.